Hello, everyone, and welcome into Senior Living Live. My name is Melissa. Thank you so much for being with us via video and podcast today. Well, if you or a loved one suffers from arthritis, you're going to want to RSVP for our upcoming webinar February 9th at noon Eastern. It's called Simply All About Arthritis. And we've got one of the nation's leaders in joint repair, Dr. Donald Homan, back on the show today to give us a preview. Dr. Homan, Good to see you again. How are you doing today? Thank you very much. Very well, thank you. Excellent. Well, some of our viewers may remember you from your previous webinar with us about bone and joint health. Um, for those who may not know uh, about you or who you are, can you tell us about yourself and your practice? Sure. I'm a board certified orthopedic surgeon. I'm in private practice in Dallas, Texas. I um, specialize in joint replacement. I did my fellowship in adult reconstruction in Boston, and then I moved to Dallas, and I've been in practice uh, here since then. Um, I, uh, I'm, I am, I guess, what I refer to as, a, as an arthritis surgeon, so I, uh, I take care of people with all uh, forms of joint disorders, uh, you know, from young people with uh, rheumatologic conditions that lead to the destruction of their joints to uh, people who, you know, maybe have uh, had an injury and wind up with a post-traumatic arthritic condition, or even people with just run-of-the-mill wear and tear arthritis, which would be one of the, probably the more common things that we take care of. And, uh, so not only do we do surgery for these people, but the vast majority of the people that we take care of, we just help manage their symptoms and try to get them, uh, you know, better uh, with uh, with non-surgical uh, treatments such as uh, you know injections and bracing and uh, all the other uh, you know non-surgical options we offer. You know, kind of comprehensive musculoskeletal care. Um, and then on the surgery side, uh, you know, when people run out of these things that they can't uh, manage with with non-surgical means, uh, you know, we offer full. Uh, comprehensive care for joint replacement, uh, whether that be a partial knee replacement, uh, you know, patellofemoral replacement, lateral partial knee replacement, all of these kind of things in the knees. Uh, we do those. We do full knee replacements. We help people with problematic joint replacements. So if need be, if somebody has an issue with a joint replacement, we also do revision joint replacements. Uh, and then when it comes to hips, um, you know, it's pretty much a, a very similar story when it comes to hips. So we do the full array of non-surgical management options, including all forms of injection therapy. And um, for people that do need hip replacement, uh, we also help, uh, help people with, uh, you know, what I, what I tell people is my best operation, and that's uh, minimally invasive muscle sparing, anterior total hip replacement. Um, and then also, we also take care of problematic joint replacements around the hip as well. And if need be, we're, we're uh, happy to help people, uh, you know, figure out what might be wrong with their hip replacement. And if need be, we can redo their joint replacement as well. Yeah, it is really incredible to see how far um, advanced in terms of technology we've come uh, in the replacement of uh, you know, your, your hip and your knee uh, replacement surgeries and people are up and walking and, and doing great very shortly after after surgery. And, and um, I know somebody in particular who said, I don't know why I waited this long to do it. <laughs> so um, yeah, when we thank you for all the work that you do, certainly to help others um, get out and live their life to the fullest. And that kind of leads me to the next question uh, in discussing arthritis in general. For those of us who have it, got a little bit in my knees, uh, we know it hurts and we know that it keeps us from being as active as we would like to be. But can you explain what causes it and why is it so painful? You know, that's a really good question. So arthritis is one of these conditions. And, and so I always preface these comments with, uh, if, if we're going to use the term arthritis, let's 
let's we're going to be referring to uh, run-of-the-mill wear and tear arthritis. So this is not the rheumatologic type arthritis, but run-of-the-mill wear and tear arthritis is caused by a lot of different factors. So the more we learn about this, we actually are, are learning that we don't really know. So there's a lot of things that kind of go into this. And, you know, there are some genetic components for whatever reason. Sometimes women seem to be a little bit more prone to some of these things more so than men. There are uh, anatomic things that can lead to uh, some of these early conditions, you know, sometimes like the shape of your leg or the shape of your hip. Some of those things can predispose people to early deterioration of the joint. And, and really the, the process is, uh, it's as much a mechanical issue for these people when, um, uh, when the surface wears off uh, of, the, of the end of the bone. And so the nice cushioned surface is no longer there. Um, and that's what leads to just a sort of a progressive irritation, uh, you know, a high friction environment within the joints and uh, just kind of feeds forward. Uh, the, you know, then there, there's a response to the surrounding soft tissues and uh, it's just a, it's a slippery downhill slope once these things get started. Yeah. And I'm glad you, you mentioned that because there are a hundred different types of arthritis and we're certainly not going to go through all of them today. So I appreciate you, you sort of um, simplifying uh, the sort of, as you said, run of the mill arthritis that I think many of us get um, just through the normal wear and tear, as you mentioned, of day-to-day -day, uh, movement. Um, but how do you go about diagnosing arthritis and what are some of the maybe biggest misconceptions people have about it? Well, you know, we kind of joke in the joint replacement clinic, uh, you know, we have the, uh, the poor man's MRI, which we start with just your routine x-ray. And so a lot of times you can identify people with these, uh, you know, run-of-the-mill wear and tear conditions just with a, just with a plain x-ray. And uh, it also starts with just, you know, talking with people, you know, people with these kind of common conditions, they have very common um, kind of complaints and stories and the way that they wind up, you know, making it to your clinic. Um, it's, uh, it, it's, you know, oftentimes, you know, really textbook, uh, you know, people start to uh, have issues, you know, and they start to uh, modify their quality of life and start, you know, changing their normal uh, daily activities, you know, and, and start living their life around their arthritic joints. So they'll stop walking the dog after dinner, and you know, those, those types of things, you know, uh, but then it, it can be a little bit more involved because, uh, you know, some people with these rheumatologic conditions, sometimes you'll meet people for the first time and uh, they'll have an issue with their hip or their knee or something else, or maybe it's a bunch of joints in their body and you've kind of got to start down the process of figuring out why that might be the case. And, uh, you know, there's some blood tests sometimes that can be, uh, that can be important to help, uh, you know, help guide people through the system because not everybody with arthritis needs a surgeon and, and not everybody, you know, winds up with a joint replacement. A lot of these things can be managed with medicines. And, uh, you know, sometimes we, we have to get people set up with a rheumatologist or maybe they need their primary care doctor or, you know, sometimes, you know, somebody will show up and think they have a hip arthritis and they've got a stress fracture in their hip or, you know, there's, there's all sorts of, uh, you know, variations, uh, you know, to the presentation. And so common things are common, but, you know, oftentimes we, we uh, you know, you got to uh, sniff out some of these other things that can show up too. Yeah, so, so maybe uh, in terms of misconception, people coming in thinking they've got one thing and then come to find out after taking a little bit of a deeper dive, find out oh, uh, that's not exactly what I thought I had. And, and that's no question. Yeah. part of your job, yeah, and, and, and helping uh, people get to the root of the problem. Now, earlier you did discuss a couple of uh, tips, and or not tips, but literally treatments uh, that you uh, use for management uh, to help alleviate arthritis pain. Um, so today, can you maybe share one 
treatment option. We know you'll speak of many during your webinar. We don't want to ruin all that today, but maybe one option or technology that you feel really excites you in terms of arthritis management. Well, in the, in the non-surgical realm, there is uh, a lot of research that's actively going on with a lot of different injection therapies right now that, that is really kind of exciting. And so, you know, the more we learn about kind of capturing some of these people early on, can we help them, you know, avoid needing, uh, you know, joint replacements? Um, and so, you know, the world of injections is, is really kind of, uh, I guess, in its infancy, uh, but we're, we're learning more about it. And so, you know, the, the application of platelets as, as uh, treatment options and, you know, can we take the growth factors from the platelets and can we inject those in an early hip or a knee and can we help that joint survive longer? And is there some repair process that we can, that we can kind of stimulate and help keep that person with their own parts, you know, for as long as possible? Because, you know, it's like I tell all of my patients, you're always better off with your own parts. If there's a way that we can save, you know, your surface, uh, obviously you're going to be better off and happier with that for the long term. So, you know, from the non-surgery standpoint, a lot of the injection therapies are, are really kind of exciting and really very interesting. And then on the surgery side, uh, you know, like you had alluded to earlier, you know, the, the, one of the things that's, you know, the most exciting about the surgery side is that, um, you know, the big advancements in the last probably 10 or 15 years in orthopedics they haven't really been the materials side of all of this, but really the management of the patient around the time of the operation. So one of the things that we're really pushing the envelope with is, you know, we're routinely doing uh, what is a really big operation, you know, say hip replacement or a knee replacement. And, you know, we're so good with the management of the patient around the time of surgery that they're home even within a few hours after the operation. And those kind of things are, are really, uh, you know, it's really rewarding when you can, you know, put all of these pieces of the puzzle together and, and it all works and everybody's home and safe and they're, you know, sleeping in their own bed and, and eating their own food and, you know, recovering, uh, you know, and, and off to the races, you know, quickly, that's, that's really rewarding and it's really exciting. And, you know, we're constantly fine tuning the process and it's, uh, it's working better and better. Yeah. And I'm sure uh, leading people to, to seek out the treatment uh, as opposed to maybe back um, in the day when they wouldn't because of everything that was involved in the management side on the back yeah. end of surgery. Yeah. Um, great. Great. Thanks for um, sharing that there. And um, as we start to wind this down, um, what can somebody with arthritis do today? Like literally as soon as they get done watching this, that can help them get through these last few months of winter with just a little less pain. You know, that's a, that's a really, that's a really common question, but also probably the best question. And, you know, this is like, I tell all of my patients also, you know, there's always something all of us could do a little bit better. So, uh, you know, so for example, you know, just healthy living, because, everything that you do, you know, your joints there, just think of them like organs also. And so, for example, you know, people with diabetes, you know, your diabetes health is, is, is important for your joint health also. And so maintaining control of your blood sugar is important. If you're a smoker, you know, smoking can, can also, you know, have detrimental uh, impact on, on every system, you know, in every organ. And so, you know, those are the things that, that have been shown, you know, to help your back pain, help your, you know, whatever, whatever the issue may be, you know, healthy living and, and staying active. And, and so, you know, if you, if you do have, say, a badly arthritic knee and you used to love to run, my, like me, I used to love to be a runner. And so, you know, I, I, I can't, you know, my knee hurts me too bad to run. So now I have a bicycle. Now I'm not crazy about my bicycle, you know, and, and uh, I'm worried about getting you know, hit by a car or something every time I'm riding it. But, you know, I am able to do that and it does help my knee. It helps my knee pain. And so whatever that, you know, form of activity is that's comfortable for you, whether it be, 
you know, maybe you're in a, uh, you know, in a pool or, or, or something, you know, because I, I know that these bad surfaces, it's painful to get around on them, but just moving the joints, those are, those can be helpful. Small yeah. changes in, uh, in, you know, healthy habits can make a, can make a big difference. Perfect. And life is all about adjusting. <laughs> you can't do what you used to do in your 20s when you're in your 40s, 50s, and 60s for sure. Um, finally, uh, our viewers will have a chance, of course, to ask you questions during your webinar. But if they want to get in touch with you or your practice now, maybe they've got questions, how can they do that? You know, the easiest way is if you just give us a call um, our, uh, you know, on our office phone number, uh, somebody always answers the phone and, and then uh, we have somebody that can, you know, help triage people depending on what they need and, and help direct you to who you need to speak with. And so we have, a uh, uh, you know, really uh, expert team people that, that, uh, are, are readily available, you know, every day of the week to help us out. Uh, we have a lot of information available through our, through our website. Um, you know, we're, we're, we try uh, to be, uh, you know, active on social media and respond to those kind of things also. And so, um, you know, we, we try to be as, as interactive and engaged with people in, in any way that we can. And, you know, it's a, it's a fast paced, uh, uh, you know, digital world, you know. And so one of the things that's, that's hardest for us is it's just like returning phone calls, you know, people, um, you know, try to try to get those during normal business hours, but we're operating during normal business hours. And so it's hard to it's hard to get back right away, but we, we try to keep up with all of that stuff and make as much information available to people as possible. Yeah, and then the social media certainly helps. People want to see um, sort of what, you, what you've been able to do, the proof in the pudding, if you will, uh, with real yeah. life people. And social media definitely helps to do that. And, and I, I, I love that so much. Dr. Holman, uh, it is always good to see you. And we thank you so much for taking uh, time out of your busy schedule to be with us today. Oh, you're kind. Thank you so much. Yeah. And we, of course, look forward to your webinar all about arthritis, February 9th at noon Eastern time. Uh, for those of you watching, don't forget to head on over to www.seniorlivinglive.com to RSVP. We will see you all again February 9th.